Welcome to another episode of Confiding Confidently, a place where comforting and convicting truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook. Let's jump in. Hey, ladies. So excited. Um, This week's episode, and I'm going to drop it early just because I've got a couple of lovely ladies that are bride-to-be's, and this episode is just about newlywed marriage or newlywed slash marriage advice. And y'all, I just got to think about it. I was like, there is no other person that I feel like I should be on here giving advice to except for the man who made all of my worldly dreams come true, my very own husband, Donald Holbrook. And so we pick and poke and, ha- and have fun with each other. And we may even say, don't make me... Th- throat punch you but I promise like we are totally against domestic domestic violence like we you know just got to go ahead and say that do not hit your spouse um but we are just going to come on and talk a little bit about what we have come to learn in how long we've been together 10 10 years of marriage and we argue about how how many years actually together I say 11 and he says I say it's more like 12 or 13 which I I don't I don't think that's right but anyways Regardless, it doesn't matter. We just we know we've been in this 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 heat for a while, and we're gonna try and, and help y'all ha- kind of give some pointers on how to stay cool. Okay, uh, Donald, is there anything that you want to say starting off? Hmm? Don't give us awkward silence. Yeah, you actually. Ha- okay, so let me just say this real quick for those who don't know us. Um, I am the loud, outgoing, annoying one, and I'm an Enneagram Four. But I'm like all over the place. I like to feel all the feels. And my husband is type one. He is. A, he is. He is the perfectionist. Like he is strategy. He is organized. We are completely two different. <laughs> we are two on two different ends of the spectrum. But he brings calm to my chaos. So it'll probably be a lot of me talking and then him just putting in his little bits of wisdom that God gives him. Which all the time I'm going. I'm like, has God told you anything to tell me? <laughs> But we'll go ahead and we'll start off with the first one. Okay, so backstory on me and my husband. I was 17 when uh, we found out. This was this was B.C., before Christ, okay? <laughs> I was 17 when I found out that I was pregnant with our oldest, Anne Maria. And I actually had a friend who, nine months prior to me finding out I was pregnant, had just given birth to her baby, and the baby's father pretty much washed his hands of the whole thing and so I was terrified coming in to tell my husband who was my then boyfriend at the time uh, I'm pregnant but and I'm gonna let him say it because it just it melts my heart every time he says it but do you know what this man said to me which this was a night what you were 19 right Yes. Okay, yeah. You can't just nod. You have to actually <laughs> say words. <laughs> he was 19 years old at the time, and this is what he said to me. This was his line. Babies are a good thing. And he's still to this day, y'all. Y'all cannot have him. He is mine, and I am crazy. Like, I will I will cut you. <laughs> but anyways, um, so starting off in that, it was a rough. It was rough, was it not? And, and you know, and... I know I say this is the newlywed marriage advice episode, but honestly, 
this is for anybody in just in a relationship in general. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, you got to treat people with uh, respect, but you also have to know how to do that. I mean, it's not just bowing down to somebody and just giving them their way. You have to know how to communicate. Yeah, and so whereas he's a man and he's about respect, I'm a woman and I'm all about the love. So let's get into it, all right? So the first thing is foundation, all right? You're building a house. What is your foundation based on? Donald, you want to kind of take over on this one? (laughs) he's like uh no (laughs) okay so your foundation should be in christ and um you know naturally we can go back to first corinthians 13 7 so you have it there where you know just replace that and you know a lot of times i've seen the memes where they're like well put your you know your future spouse or your boyfriend put put your wife or your your husband their name and that's like no put your name in that spot are you merciful as Christ has been merciful to you? You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not boast. Put your name there. Not your spouse's. Let's do, let's do a self-evaluation, a self-checkup, okay? Be merciful as Christ has been merciful to you. There has been a many a times where Donald has ticked me off, okay? <laughs> and has done something that has hurt me. But I think how much more so... Have my sins offended a great God? How much more so, I mean, the things that I have said and done was a driving force of the nails through Christ's wrist and his feet. Okay? He died. My offenses caused Christ to die. Anything my husband has done has not killed me. Yeah, it may hurt, but it hasn't killed me. Okay? Be patient as Christ has been patient with you. If it's 5,000 times that he's done thrown his underwear next to the hamper onto the floor, (laughs) be patient. Let him do it 5,001, okay? Be gracious. Oh, I have, okay. So let's just say it has been 13 years. Let's give Donald the benefit of the doubt. If it has been 13 years, that is something that I have learned is that people change I am not, praise Jesus, I am not the same woman that he, or girl, I was a girl when he married me. I'm not the same girl I was 13 years ago when we first got married. And he is not the same boy. He is. only been married 10 years. 10 years together, together, 13. Yeah. Thank you for that correction. Get your facts. (laughs) So, but both of us have changed. And I think what has been beautiful is both of us have changed for the better. Wouldn't you say, babe? Lie to me. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all uh, seen changes in in both of us. I mean, everybody can say we're not the same people as what we once were, um, whether they like it or not. But we're not. We uh, <clears throat> we have all changed, and uh, like you say, hopefully for the better. Yeah, and it's 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 a it's a gracious growing. It's a growing in Christ that we've experienced. And I will say this: we didn't grow at the same rate, right? We did not mature. No. Um, Stephanie has matured uh, much faster in, in her faith than I have. Of course, I'm hard-headed and have to do things my way. So Yes, you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it, but that's the beautiful thing about it, though, is we're still, we were still gracious. There's a grace that we, ha- we have granted one another in the growing. Even though sometimes, you know, a lot of times we get frustrated and 
sometimes it felt like Donald was kind of weighing me down. And then sometimes I'm sure it felt like I was pushing him to the edge. You know, it came to a point where you realize it's not anything you can do. Okay, that's something that the Spirit has to do. And I, and I know some people may be thinking, okay, what does this have to do with marriage? It has everything to do with marriage, okay? Because your foundation for a successful marriage is Christ, right? Yes. Um, you know, and even people that don't have Christ, um, you know, they have to have a foundation of some sort if they want to stay together. And, uh, you know, the best foundation is Christ, definitely. Uh, so, you know, like I say, communication is key. Uh, you both have to be able to communicate with one another. And um, hopefully that there's a, you know, just a good uh, a base there for both of you to have. Hopefully you're both on the same page. All right. And then this, so we'll move on to the next point. So basically, okay, we know first and foremost, you got to have your foundation of your marriage has to be on Christ. Because if it's on anything else, whether it be looks, money, uh, personality, all that stuff can change. It can change. And it will change. Okay? Nothing, everything is always changing. Nothing stays the same. Um, so the next point I want to pick out is pick your battles. Pick your battles. Okay? Um, and, and the illustration that God gave me is just, yes, your foundation can be amazing. You can have an awesome foundation. Your foundation is Christ. But if your beans are slowly being ticked away at, when the storm comes, it's your your house is going to fall, right? Yeah, so if you don't have a good foundation, <clears throat> and this is something I know about, if you don't have a good foundation, when, uh, when something comes along, um, it's going to fall down. Yeah, so, but we, we, we know that. Like, we know the foundation. But wouldn't you say, like, with beans and stuff, if termites are eating at it, it, outside it could look good. You know that the foundation that you've put is a good foundation. But as soon as the storm comes, it goes to break it where the weak points are, where the termites have been eating at it. Am I, am I not correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to fall within then. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, if you have a uh, something that's rotten from within, then it's going to fall from within. Exactly. It's going to fall in on top of itself. And so the thing that made me just think about that is, is how often are little nitpicking? Those are those little termites, those little sly remarks, the cutting of the eyes, the things that it doesn't matter. And and that's something you know. Is it going to matter? Is it honestly going to matter? I know. Um, I try to think. I've got a sign that is on the wall next to my bed, and I wake up, because that's the side of the bed I lay on. I wake up, and it says, love better than before. So that's something, that's a challenge that I give myself, is not just to love my husband better than before, whether it be the moment before, the day before, the week before, the month before, the year before. It's everything. Like, love everyone love every breath better than before okay and so pick your battles girls you know there there and i'm going to tell you like there are some fights that are just ridiculously stupid that we pick you know because it gets to be you know sometimes it's that time of the month and everything just seems <laughs> to be getting on our nerves and everything seems to be going wrong <laughs> and my husband he he picks it like i said we pick at each other but he'll be like all right you're climbing up your tr crazy tree and i'm like well come on up here shake the branches with me baby <laughs> but you've got to you've got to pick your battles 
you know? And then, like, is it going to matter five years from now, five minutes from now, five weeks from now? Like, ask yourself those things. Will this matter? Nine times out of ten, it's not going to matter, is it? No, and it it usually, uh, after you get through arguing and everything and, and, you know, uh, you've got your armor laid down and everything, a lot of times you just forget what you were fighting about yes. to start with. Oh you don't gosh. even know what even brought the, the argument on. Absolutely. So, yeah, pick your battles. Don't do, don't say just things to try and hurt people or, you know, yes. you hurt your spouse and just to win an argument or whatever. No, a lot of times the best way to win an argument is is when it gets heated, just stop. Yes. Just yes. stop. And then when uh, you pick out the, some of the things that bothers you, you can, you know, later on when, when she does that, you can say, that is what I'm talking about. That's what bothers me. That's what aggravates me. And then get ready for her to cut you. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so just ask yourself, does it matter five years from now? And I know, y'all, I've read somewhere, and I, I shared the meme on my personal Facebook page, but there is little places in your brain that fires off when you kiss and so no you know you're not gonna feel like kissing whenever you're you're ticked off but just haul off and kiss them just haul off and kiss them and see what <laughs> see see if you can fight doing that or better yet go in the ba- and, and i hope there's no kids listening go in the bathroom and take all your clothes off and then stand there and and try and fight you can't do it you can't do it naked can you can you fight naked no, nobody wants to fight the naked guy. <laughs> nobody wants to fight the naked guy. <laughs> so, um, and and lastly, you know, and and I'm not trying to speed through this, but honestly, that is the thing that the the thing about marriage. There is no one size fits all, right? Because we all have different personalities. We all, you know, process things differently. I'm the type of person like I, I cannot go to bed until it's resolved. My husband is the opposite. He can he can go to sleep and he can just sit he can just sit and stew on it for two weeks. And I'm like, no, I cannot cannot function. I cannot make dinner or do the next thing until this has has been resolved and has come to a close. There is no well, we're going to revisit that. So you can see how there's a little bit of a problem there where he says, let's just cool off and come back to it. And I'm like, no, no, we need to we need to fix it right now. We don't need to wait. We need to do it right now. <laughs> but that's where the grace and, and the patience and the mercy and, and the mercy and all those good things. That's where we need to go. Okay, let me step back because the way I'm acting, this is not Christ-like. And you know that is the thing with marriage; it's not always fifty-fifty, is it, babe? No, a lot of times you have to give more than you than you receive. Absolutely. Just like Christ did for us, right? We've got to, so a lot of times it's like 90, 10, you know, 75, 25, it can't, whatever. I'm not, I'm not a mathematician. I don't know why I keep bringing up these math things because I'm not a mathematician, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. It's, it's not always, well, I'm just going to pull whatever weight I can. No, no, you're not because you need to be being the wife or being the husband in a way that's glorifying to Christ. It's not about you. It's not about your spouse. Your marriage is about how to glorify God 
in it. Okay? And I know a lot of times as women, and I'm sure men do it too. I don't really know. I don't really do the whole man thing. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad. <laughs> but a lot of times as women, the first thing we want to do when we get around our other girlfriends is we want to just talk trash about our spouse, about our husbands. We just want to talk about how, you know, they did this thing, they did that thing. Stop. Whenever I hear a, a woman talking bad about it, and, and there's a difference between just venting, because, I mean, I do it. I do it, too. And then just completely tearing down the name of your husband. Y'all, if you were to have a stroke, would you go and cut off the side of your body that is limp and paralyzed? Or do you go and you rehab and you try and, and make it strong and get it better again? That is what your spouse is to you, okay? Y'all are one now. I'm not going to sit here and tear down a piece of my body, okay, because it doesn't do something that I want it to do or it doesn't do something that I would like for it to do, Okay? We've got to stop doing that with our spouses because we are tearing ourselves down. Just like Donald had said earlier about how it, it falls in on itself. A house will fall in on itself. That is what you're doing when you are tearing down your spouse, okay? You're tearing down yourself because y'all are now one. You are one, okay? So, let's move on to the next thing. Fight fair. Right? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Okay. My biggest thing is or it used to be i would we'd get i'd get mad and i'd throw my ring i would throw my ring y'all my husband fixed me one time on that i'm gonna let him tell you the story but anyway i'm gonna, I'm gonna let him don come on come on and, and tell the story of the, of the last time i threw my ring so i don't even remember what we were arguing about hence again will it matter five years from now this was back when we were we just had amaria so this is 10 years ago yeah so anyways <clears throat> like she said she had a bad habit of throwing her ring off and telling me we were through and just trying to get a rise out of me <clears throat> so she did that one day my parents owned a car lot and so that's where she came to and we were arguing and she took her ring off and threw it down well then she left no she didn't leave she was uh in there just ranting and raving while I went out there and picked the ring up. Maybe you did leave. Anyways, she came back to try and find it. And I let her search for two days before I told her that I had the ring. And I told her, I said, she would not be, we would not be together if she did not find that ring. We were done and all this stuff. And I made her cry and everything else before I gave her that ring back. Mind you, this is B.C. before Christ, y'all. <laughs> so anyways, Stephanie finally learned her lesson not to um, throw her ring down anymore. And that is where the uh, rule, that's where, where the point that we're coming to next is lay out the battle line. What is a line that should not be crossed? For Donald, his line that should not be crossed was I should not throw my ring. And I agree. Now, mind you, like I said, that was years ago. I ain't throwing no diamonds now, boo. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. Um, but there are there are certain lines that should not be crossed. Go ahead and put that on paper if you want to. 
there is you can fight fair. There there is going to be you know controversy because y'all are two different people. And and it's just like with grafting a tree, right? It doesn't just go smoothly when you take one limb and try and put it into into another tree. It takes a minute for it to s- s- become seamless, okay? And, and there's still a scar there where, where that, that limb was grafted in, okay? How much more so is that with us? Yes, we are one, but we are still two different people. We still have two different personalities. We still have two different things. You know, we each have our, our hobbies and the things we like to do. I love to read. I love to read. My husband hates reading, okay? I hate TV. He loves TV. He loves movies. <clears throat> so... But still, we have that line where we know we don't cross that line when we are fighting, okay? Not only that, okay, the next thing. Know who the real enemy is, okay? Your spouse is not the enemy, all right? Satan is the enemy. Don't forget that. When you're looking at your spouse, don't look at that person and be like, this person is the person that's driving me nuts. This is the person that's making all these bad things happen. No, that person is the person that God is going to use to help pull you out of your muck, okay? I cannot tell you how many times I have been down on myself or down in the dirt and and Donald has come by and, and pulled me up. I can't tell you how many times. And the same goes for him that is what we do we encourage each other okay because let me tell you what the entire world is against you oh you may be like, oh that is so negative stephanie why would you say that no i'm going to tell you right now the entire world is against you and your marriage Everybody loves the Hollywood stories of where the person, the people have been married, you know, for 65 years and, and they lay in the bed and they both die at the same time. We all love that. Y'all, that doesn't just happen overnight, okay? That takes work, all right? And the successful marriages aren't the marriages that have never failed, that never have any arguments, that never do, you know, any any uh, controversy and, and things like that. No, they are the people, those, those marriages are the people who didn't just quit, okay? They didn't just say, I'm going to quit loving you. I'm going to quit forgiving you. I'm going to quit being merciful to you. I'm going to quit being patient with you. I'm going to quit being gracious with you. I quit. Those are not the marriages that you hear about. Those are not the marriages that you see glorified, okay? The marriages that you see where the people are are 65 years down the road, those are the marriages that they said no to self and said yes to spouse, okay? Now, I am going to say this. I don't want you to think, okay, well, you know, my husband beats me, but he he says he loves me. No, girl. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you have to stay with somebody that is abusing you verbally or physically, okay? I'm Or mentally. No. That is a no-go. No blow, Joe, okay? <laughs> no. But what I am saying is, and I can say this wholeheartedly because I have experienced it, is the unfaithful, okay? Can you love them through it, all right? It's not always easy. It's not always easy, but my gosh, the brokenness that comes 
the beauty that God takes and builds up with that. All right? The beauty that comes from the broken. It's just, it's all glorifying to God. And it's amazing. Okay? Know who the enemy is. When you are fighting with your spouse, just for a moment, I want you to just, when you're in the heat of that moment, just look at them and, and think of them as if they were a child again. And you're their best friend. You're fighting your best friend. Okay? And that's another thing. Alright? Don't, in war, in battle, do soldiers go out and shoot and then go and pick the ammo back up? And put it back in their gun and shoot it again? Absolutely not. You say, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Why do we do it with our spouses? Okay? Do not pick up the ammo that you have already slung at your spouse. Don't go and, 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 and pick that stuff back up. Don't go and open those wounds back up. Alright? Don't bring up their past failures, their past mistakes. Especially if they have already... If both of you have already come to the dissolving of that, okay? Don't go and, 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 and pretty much beat a dead horse, right? Kick a dead dog. Um, and lastly, just love well. Just love well. Love better than before. It is, marriage is such a crazy, whoa ride. Like, it really is. But... I think the last little point that we want to make is is going into it. Set what you're what you would like to happen in that marriage. I think a lot of times people get married and stuff and they never even talk about <clears throat> the day to day. Donald, tell us some good advice that you have got you have gotten in the past in the past. Wasn't it Pepal Claude who told you, your grandfather, who told you go over a list of what what to be expected. Yeah, so my grandfather told me, <clears throat> and this was after I got married, but um, you know, a good thing to do would be before you get married is to go over a list. You know, uh, I think he and his uh, third wife, <laughs> so he learned his lesson on the first two, I guess. But uh, to uh, you know, who was going to have control over? the thermostat uh you know how many times a week they were going to have sex um you know how many nights a week they were going to have dinner at home opposed to going out and eating um you know whose job it was to clean the house whose job it was to cut the grass uh you know all of those things every single aspect of life he made sure that they talked about it before they got married, not after, before. So coming into it, they knew, you know, uh, what they expected one from another. Not just what he expected out of her, but what she expected from him and how they were going to accomplish that. And, like, I love it. I love that. That's it. I feel like that's something that we do now. But you may say, well, oh, my gosh, that does not sound like fun, like planning out sex and planning out, you know, this and that. But... Remember those termites I was talking about earlier? That's the places where they come in. 
Okay? It's in those things that you're like, we don't need to plan for that. No. You should. You should talk about it. Go ahead and and, and, and that is, what does a Terminator do? Like, or the, what is it? The bug exterminator? Isn't that what they're called? Exterminators? They come and they spray. Before they build a house, they spray for termites. Is that not right? They spray the foundation. That's what you're doing. And you may say, well, we're, we're already married. We've done, okay. Make it a date night. Y'all sit down over dinner. Break out your phones. or No, don't break out your phone. because Get you, rid of the phones. The phones yeah, are bad. Donald, Get rid of Donald hates phones. He hates them. Which, I mean, I do too. Um, <laughs> he's giving me a look. Y'all can't see it. But go ahead and, and, and discuss it. Jot it down. Don't. And, and, and something I, I was thinking about earlier, and it literally is coming to me just now, and I want to share it. You want to know. I, I go for a run out behind the house. There's a lake. And some days I got there, and the water is super choppy if it's if it's windy and raining and stuff. And then this morning, it was as slick as glass. And I threw a rock out there. And I've thrown rocks out there with the waters choppy. When the storm is blowing and the waters are choppy, the ripples don't have much of an effect when I throw the stone. But when the sea is calm, the waters are calm, and I throw that rock out there I drop that idea ripples happen things are affected things are changed so don't wait until you're in the middle of an argument to say well this is what I want you to do do it now when y'all are calm and cool and collected and and level-headed sit down talk to one another communicate and then lastly I said my last thing was lastly I'm gonna tell y'all okay so, the name of the show is Confiding Confidently. And I'm going to confide confidently in you all this little truth. My number one tip, besides Jesus, of course, for marriage, is get rid of Facebook. Get rid of your friends. And just invest in your marriage. Just you and your spouse. Because the whole world's against you. The entire world is against you. You're, you're probably like, that's crazy, Stephanie. I'm not. Do it. I did it. A lot of the women can testify. I was on Facebook one day, and I was gone the next. And in those moments when it was just me and my husband, there was no one else for us to lean on. There was no one for us to go and run and complain about one another to. Guess what? We realized we are all we have. We had to get along because we had nobody else, Okay. So if you want your marriage to be amazing, let only one person be the thing that's amazing to you, okay? Don't be amazed and in awe uh, of your girlfriend and, and her marriage or your friend or, or this, you know, celebrity on, on Instagram. No. Turn all of it off and just invest in your marriage. That's all I have. Donald, do you have anything you want to confide confidently with our listeners? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just you've got to uh, you've got to drop your friends um, because especially if they're not married, they don't want you. To, they don't want to lose their friend, and that's the way they see it. They want to lose their their friend. Uh, they don't want to lose their friend, and uh, so they're going to do. You know, every time you come up to them and 
uh, you're complaining about what they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to just leave them. You need to do this. You need to do that. They're not, not going to tell you, oh, well, you, y'all need to work it out, and y'all need to do this, and, you know, y'all need to work together and, and try and fix it. No, your friends are not going to do that. They want their buddy. They want their best friend back that, you know, they've had all these good times with. That's what they want. So they're not doing it out of a... They're doing it out of selfishness, so you need to not have that. And, uh, you know, secondly, I'm going to tell you that I wish we would have gone to a marriage counselor before we got married. When we found out we had a, we were pregnant, I wish we would have had a counselor to go to. Um, we now go to a counselor once a month, and... Uh, you know, we're just able to talk to him, and he's helped us work through and learn how to communicate with one another and everything, and I just wish we'd have had that 10 years ago. I absolutely agree with you on that. Thank you so much, babe. I hope we get to do it again. All right, ladies, until next time. All right, ladies, see y'all back next week for more comforting and convicting truths. If you haven't, go over to Facebook and give Confiding Confidently a like and a follow for never-before-seen memes and articles. If anything inspires or encourages, comforts or convicts you, share it. Love y'all. Until next time. <laughs>